0: So
1: fancy. I started playing the audio and realized it was only on preview, so I could only hear it in my headphones, which is why I was dancing.
0: Are we going to scrap this? Uh, Our our, our listeners deserve better than that. Let's scrap this.
1: I'm definitely not scrapping anything. That's way too much work. Thank <laughs> okay. you. <to us>, <laughs> Once
0: again, we're optimality, rules of everything around us. Uh, welcome back to the cognitive bias podcast. Welcome back.
1: Thank you yeah, for joining the positive
0: po- cognitive bias podcast, I Think Boys. Um, so, so I know, uh, in in the spirit of making this worth everybody's time, Kirk, what are we talking about this
1: Normalcy week? Normalcy bias.
0: Normalcy bias. I what's that? Look up the tab because I don't know. The top of my head,
1: normalcy bias is a form of cognitive dissonance. Wait, sorry, the normalcy bias, a form of cognitive dissonance is the refusal to plan for or react to a disaster which has never happened before okay so for I, me that feels like the,
0: the... Feels like... yeah yeah, but yeah. that's never
1: happened uh... it's a once in a century flood. We're good now.
0: Right, right. And, and, and it's not just the part where you say to yourself, that can't be happening. It's the part where – and and then you don't respond in time and you die in the black swan event. So the, the definition I've seen that makes this like, easy enough for, for my small man brain to digest is that um, the normalcy bias is the part of you that causes you to disbelieve or minimize threat warnings – when they are basically existentially scaled
1: that's a problem <laughs> and,
0: right, it's a huge <laughs> problem oh my god it's, Especially it's like with the caliber of energy... experts we uh, have in this... the world now <laughs> right and 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 that's that's the like if, if there's any like ngmi energy cognitive bias it might be this one. It's like no nah, that's probably not true it's like okay, do, how many times do we want to go over the data set again? We're completely fucked if we don't do this. Ah, I don't believe you. That's that's crazy. Um, I was reading some of the, the existential risk literature the other night, offhandedly before bed, as crazy people are wont to do. Um, and, it, and it does discuss that like one of the, the big hard things we have to get over when thinking about things that we encounter with the normalcy bias is that there's no way to test any of our hypotheses about them Or look for help in how to think about them, because by definition, they are catastrophic and they leave little record of themselves. Like things that kick off the normalcy bias can be so bad that if you would ever imagine you imagine you were an interstellar civilization and you you encounter another collapsed, ruined civilization and you try to ask what happened here? some problems are so big and so bad they erase themselves yeah you
1: can't tell because you're and like are what are you talking problems? about that's a pile of rocks
0: <laughs> yeah like no i'm pretty sure this used to be like the senate <laughs> literally um, dust to dust <laughs> right and so that's why that's why thinking about exorc is hard sometimes it's because there's a variety of biases that we fall into when trying to think around problems that scale and normally bias is one of them it is the bias that says that that just can't be happening and I, I want to point out that it's it's two pieces that that get pernicious because they cause a third to happen it is that we systematically underestimate the likelihood that something awful is happening and then we we once once we get over that piece we systematically underestimate how bad that's actually going to be so there's likelihood and there's impact and our brains fuck up both of those things the consequence of the the fuck up piece is largely we either don't act or we act too slowly to save our own asses and I don't mean the collective action kind of way i mean like the even like people who who hear the tornado warnings going off and it becomes real very quickly and they don't make it like that's that's the moment where normalcy fallacy or normalcy bias comes into play
1: i I think I live personally probably too far on the other side. I got, like, Boy Scout brain. I am constantly imagining the worst-case scenario, believing that it can happen, and sort of preparing for it low-grade. Like, I'm not a prepper, but I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised when the woods outside my house catches on fire in California, and I have a go-bag, and we're out. Usually before they evacuate my neighborhood, because I'm staying ahead of this one.
0: (laughs) I was I was the same one at my at my last position. Um, I this is maybe I want to say like February fifteenth, twenty twenty, and there's the first case of a flight attendant in Los Angeles who has COVID. Um, and I'm seeing this on Instagram, and my face drops like oh, we are in so much. We're in a world of hurt for years if this is happening this fast. And I, I went to our office in Century City, and I cleared my desk. I just put everything in boxes then and there on the spot. And this was like a month before we had a policy in place. And my, my colleagues were like, "They're like, what are you fucking doing? I'm like, I'm packing my desk, I'm driving to Ralph's, and I'm buying um, a month's supply of Gatorade, Theraflu, and rice in toilet paper. And they're like, you're a fucking idiot. Like,
1: Sick. I had – mine was extra. There were extra out. layers to my reaction when I hit the point of going, oh, no. This is exponential growth. Yeah. This is a problem that people don't understand. Like, they, exponential growth breaks people's brains. So, like, so, okay, I was so immediately like, "Okay, here's what's gonna happen." Except my in-laws were visiting the week after that, so I had to be like, "Welcome. Here's some uh, hand sanitizer. We are not going shopping like you thought we were going to." And then it blew up like two nope. weeks after that. So they were like, "You're right.
0: You're yeah. right." Well, so that's, 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 and thinking back, that's like, the, there's a hair trigger between like prepper yeah. and Eagle Scout. Um, and I'm, I'm on the Eagle Scout side of things, um, because prepper, you also have to have like a lot of like institutional disillusionment right. to be a prepper. Um, and like, that's, that's not a good look, but, uh, the, the notion of like getting out ahead of a cognitive bias is important. So let's, let's do the thing I keep harping on. Um, let's give our, our audience the so what, so they can turn off the podcast and go back to a nice life. Right. Um, when i think about the the normalcy bias i and how one would overcome it i think that that when we see and by the way there's there's no way to prep for this in the moment because the problem is that normalcy bias happens to you in like a 10 second time scale hopefully never in your life and that's when it hits like you know, you can't like warm up for this one it's like being warmed up for like a lightning strike it just yeah, happens yeah it's and
1: different it's done. that's why i was yeah. going with their prepared preparedness thing was like I'm endlessly fascinated because I'm prepared and then a thing happens and I go and I watch the people who weren't react and go, oh man, okay, even the people that right. are smart aren't able to move fast enough to react to this now. So right. it's more, it's yes. it's like, like you're saying, it's about in the moment understanding that you will not be prepared for a thing. It's 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 why military training no. is the way that it is and why it seems brutal sometimes. Yes. Because the point is just right. to experience right. conditions and keep your brain running. <laughs>
0: like, right. and, uh, and, people can't and, are good at that. And do the preparatory work for readiness that allows you to, to behave like that. So, so, dear listener, what would be the, the so what? It would be probably something like this. Um, when large, infrequent, and otherwise improbable, catastrophic-type events occur... You will have no choice but to basically default to a 50% degraded capacity of your whole brain for the moments around acute crisis. And that happens to everybody. The people who make it out alive are the people who otherwise have put in place processes and practices that make them good at, or at least prepared to, navigate that moment. And that doesn't need to mean things like having a basement full of beans and guns, but might be able to point towards the thing, like you've heard all the things about having family readiness plans for emergencies or having um, the ability to quickly deploy emergency cash if you had to. Um, all of those things were not like polite warnings or or would be nices. They're the very things that allow us to overcome normalcy bias because when something happens and something will, and we you never know what, being good at, at, at knowing what happens next ahead of time means you can lapse back into a kind of automatic program of a, of a default behavior and you will do disproportionately better than those who have to try to think on their feet in overdrive with 50% brain capacity. And you never want to find yourself in that position, but that position and, and that is normalcy bias is where most people fall and why it's so debilitating. Why normalcy bias hurts us as badly as it does.
1: And it's an interesting thing. Cause I, You know, uh, I live with someone, my partner, who is not as far down the, okay, I'm going to foresee these things and and prepare for them spectrum as I am. And when I ask why not, she usually cites emotional words. It's like, well, it's too sad to think about that thing or whatever, right? Which – Mm-hmm. Always, always gets me right. back to the value of stoic and I'm, I, that's what I'm literally like you need to read some Mark Aurelius or something <laughs> that's also probably the most pompous I sound ever in my life but <laughs> here is boys, like yeah, ancient philosophy you boys, should read about how like imagining the bad things <laughs> that will happen is actually a very practical aspect of both emotional processing but also survival on some level right like it doesn't mean you have to literally dry run a fire like evacuation from your house all the time although honestly if you have children you should probably do that because that would be valuable for them as well it may save your life (laughs) uh you know it's just imagining just visualizing can get you a certain distance there in terms of just saying okay i live in a place where it's very real a fire could happen Bags are prepped. Here's the five-step sequence of events by which we get the dogs, the kid, the stuff, and get out of the house. And, like, run that with your people a couple and, of times. Just tell the story. And then it happens. You can just go, what and, steps?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, why do you do that? You do that because normalcy bias will kick in. The first moment that you have that something bad is happening, normalcy bias says you will look at it and say, that's not true. Right. And well, that's not a big deal. I'm val- the, most valuable, the most valuable thing in the world, in, in Christ, which is time, will lapse until you are comfortable that it is happening. And then you'll say, it's not that big of a deal. And it is a big deal. And then something will kick in. You will freeze. And then you will be allowed to go. And all of that is burning the one thing you needed, which was time. Right. And so I go back to this. Like One of the things I like about thinking about normalcy bias is it breaks some of our other biases Curve. A lot of the story you and I have told is that the brain is full of a a legacy of living in a world that was scary and unsafe from other apex predators, and so we have all of these hair trigger things like um, agency detection bias um, that that would say otherwise that like nope, the rustling of leaves must be a predator as opposed to wind. Um, so I've got to run. We've got we've got this story you and I have told that the brain is wired to handle like. Fight or flight responses, and then there's this motherfucker, normalcy bias, which says the complete opposite. And I think it points to a thing that there's a narrow band of like evolutionarily adapted. This is how you know I'm, I'm just just saying complete bullshit because I'm not blaming evolutionary adaptation and like yeah psychoevolutionary processes. Um, a narrow band of of things that are just bad enough and happen just frequently enough that you're you have hair triggers for them, and then there's black swan shit. And your brain has no, ab- has no defense against that. It has anti-defense against that. Like, like, black swan events are, are, are perceptive anti-memes. Like, they, they swallow the data right. around themselves. And your brain just tries to grab on it. Like, there's nothing there. Because the problem is too big and too, too infrequent to compute against. So, you, so you, you break the problem into chunks that you can handle. And one of the ways, you, you take out a chisel, and go, that's not happening. Chunk. It's not that big of a deal. Right. And then that gets the thing smaller that you can stare at it and go, oh, fuck. Um, but like you have no defense right. for this, even though your brain is wired for all these other defense mechanisms. What the fuck is with that?
1: This, this maybe goes to the, my consistent argument that we should teach statistics in a better or slightly different way. Like Because when I think about what caused me to feel like this pandemic was real, it was knowing how to process trends in data. But otherwise, I would have reacted the same way because, like, eh, my whole life they've been threatening that a pandemic is going to happen. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I think what's fascinating is ultimately that it exists. Every, a lot of the other ones we've talked about so far, you can point to why they have, you know, it makes sense evolutionary adaptation, building them into a survival sure. program. This one is literally every time. An event that bad happens.
0: It wipes, it wipes
1: out. everything out, so we don't have. That's it doesn't. It 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 hard forks. It doesn't even hard fork the chain because it doesn't take the previous data with it. It just starts a new chain, and it's like I don't know what Bitcoin is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That ain't real. But like, yeah,
0: so, no, this is, so this just gets <laughs> memetics versus anti memetics. Like these events are so bad, they they wipe out their own records. And so
1: they don't get a chance co- a to be dealt with in the
0: cognitive, yeah. you know, micro. Yeah, co- cognition doesn't. Software. Yeah, it doesn't leave a record. Yeah, it, it it wipes it all away because the things are just bad enough. So I so like the statistical example you gave because do you know about Nate Silver and 9 11? No. Great. Uh, maybe if if we're ever good at this, we'll eventually have like the jumbo show notes where we just talk, we just link to everything we talk about in one giant fell swoop. But, um, 2014 ish, Nate Silver puts out a blog post talking about Bayes theorem and 9-11. And what he wanted to talk about was this phenomenon where, um, you know, the, basically it goes like this, the morning of September 11th, 2001, um, it, that, that early that morning, dawn on the East coast, um if you ask people the chance that um, a plane was going to fly into a major building due to terrorism, the chance was very, 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 very low. And then the first plane hits the first tower. And if you ask people what happened because of how their brain is piecing together, the likelihood of events, people still were in disbelief for a very long time that this was happening until they saw the second plane. And then everyone's confidence jumped to about the you know the 99th you know four four sigma out percentile. Like this is definitely occurring now. But it took two planes for us to, to become confident. Yep, we're under attack. This is happening because of normalcy bias. This thing was so big and so awful and so infrequent that we didn't have a way to think about it at first. For 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 hours, we had no way to think about it. I,
1: I guess what's interesting. Really, though, is the idea of like when you think of it just in terms of okay, the chain was broken, so it never got a chance to develop the software to whatever like think about meteor strikes the right way but it but it drifts backwards into less cataclysmic events, you know nine eleven didn't end the world right uh but it was a significantly large thing that it still triggered this bias, so it's almost like there's this retrograde like hollowing out of a blind spot because of a mechanism in the brain that's like, hey, I can't deal with the idea mm. that a meteor obliterates the Earth. So I also can't deal with the idea that a, a terrorist, a, a truly catastrophic terrorist attack would happen, you know, today. Yeah. Uh,
0: Doesn't interesting way to think about it
1: that part that's the part that seems weird gonna... right which was that weird space where it's like any significantly large event instead just sort of breaks the processing which makes it feel almost more like an emotional overwhelm problem or something like a yeah. it's just a DDoS attack
0: <laughs> i almost want this to be a two part episode because i have to leave like right now right now um so Perfect. i have to go ahead and queue up the, like extra music but i want to i almost want to have part 2 of this next week because I, there's there's too much to unpack about it because again normalcy the problem about recording episodes normalcy bias is you think it's not going to be that big and that turns out to be much bigger than like fuck perfect let's do it all right thanks for your time next week everybody perfect